2: Greetings and salutations, wrestling fans. We currently have the honor, pleasure, and privilege to be speaking with one, Women of Honor superstar Miss Kelly Klein. Kelly, thank you for joining us today.
3: Hello. Thank you for having me.
2: Absolutely. Oh, the pleasure is all ours, trust me, please believe. Uh, first and foremost, I have to send a special shout-out. I, I see that you are a fellow Aquarius, so I have to send you a shout-out for that. And <laughs> hopefully I'm the first person of this new year to, to wish you a happily bur- happy birthday.
3: Well, thank you, and happy birthday
2: to you as well. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm February 12th, so, yeah, I appreciate it. So,
1: us Aquarius, we have to stick oh, together, man. to yeah. save this. Wo- We're going to save he, this world he, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> well, from a from a from a Taurus, you guys can suck it. <laughs> Don't be bitter, man. God Just get it. better. I feel left out. I feel left out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> As well, you should, man. That that blue Under Armour uh, sweatshirt isn't helping your cause either. Oh, but that's on, neither man. here nor there. Come
3: on. See, and that's that's <laughs> the thing. Is like, if you were an Aquarius, you wouldn't be bothered because you'd be so laid back. You're like, oh, that's cool.
1: Fine.
2: That's Whatever. true.
1: That's true. Was, exactly. Was, <laughs> the Tauruses tor- are very, uh, yeah. yeah. So the, yeah.
2: first and foremost, you know, professional wrestling is such an interesting uh, uh, line of work, and it blends so many different genres together. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about your background. Uh, what were, were you athletic as a kid? Did you participate in sports? Or, you know, what led you upon this path?
3: I was athletic. My entire family has always been into, uh, sports of all different kinds and very competitive, uh, where some people would say to a fake, but, uh, I don't think so. I think it's great. And uh, so I, my, uh, main sport was softball, but I, I did all kinds of different things. And then I also have a, a really extensive theater and performance background. So, uh, really that was why I was so drawn to professional wrestling because it brought together everything that I love.
2: That makes perfect sense. And I understand that you, you coach a softball team now, is that correct?
3: Yes, I actually did not coach or will not be coaching this season uh, due to my recent trip to Japan. Uh, I normally would have, we would have been doing preseason conditioning the entire time basically that I was gone. So I wasn't able to coach this year, but I'm hoping that uh, sometime again in the future I will be able to find a team that I can can coach because I, I love coaching
1: softball. So what was yeah, the team? Rest. What was the team you were, you were coaching before?
3: Um, I was coaching. I was coaching with a, another coach the varsity team for a um, all girls uh, Catholic pitch <clears throat> um, team for a Catholic school called Roger
2: Bacon in Cincinnati. Okay. You're also a fellow Midwesterner, so I have to give you a shout-out for that as well, because us Midwesterners have to stay
1: together also. <laughs> that's right. Hey, at least that one I can join in with you guys on that one.
3: <laughs> oh, that's what well, I was going to say. You're getting the odds are stacked against you if you, you missed this one, too.
1: Almost. I mean, you guys are from Ohio. I got, I'm Wisconsin. and over in Milwaukee, but, you yeah. know. Close.
3: That's yeah, all right. So, I, a lot
1: of my family's from from Milwaukee, so. Okay, awesome. Don't You're don't do dead. that, Kelly. He's still the
2: odd man out. This is an Ohio thing. <laughs> don't don't try to make it <laughs> inclusive. Like, no.
1: <laughs> hey, we don't so, want we don't want to talk about Ohio and sports and everything. Let's not. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we
2: we we have LeBron. That's about it. But that's neither here nor there. So, Kelly, what was it about? professional wrestling that initially drew you to it were you a fan growing up or what was this something that you kind of backed into or just talk to us a little bit about your journey in becoming a professional wrestler
3: uh, it was really a kind of in in a way a pretty quick journey because i did not grow up watching it i really wasn't exposed to it so uh, the first time i experienced it was when i went to a live independent wrestling event at heartland wrestling association and Maybe halfway through the show, I had already decided that I was going to do it. And I had to figure out how I could get in the, in the ring. I, I had gone um, basically as as I made a deal with a coworker that if he would come see my band, my band would come see him wrestle. So that was why I went. And then I was hooked immediately.
2: So you coach softball, you, you wrestle, and you're also in a band. So you're somewhat of a renaissance woman, huh?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm well rounded, multifaceted.
1: So, what year was so, this when um, when you were seeing this uh, wrestling event and decided this is what I want to do? Where what? How old were you when you did that?
3: I think I was 19.
1: So you got started uh, so, pretty young, then.
3: <clears throat> yeah, um, relatively. I mean, there I know there are definitely people who who started even younger than that, but. Uh, I mean, I, I the first time I saw an event, I, I wasn't like, oh, I want to come back and watch more shows. I immediately knew that I wanted to find out where I could train. So I kind of made that jump
1: pretty quick. So it wasn't even you know seeing wrestling on television. it was an independent. <laughs> um, did you when you when you first saw the independent <laughs> matches, did you immediately kind of go on and try and find like WWE and, and TNA and Ring of Honor and any of those shows to watch more?
3: Um, not really until I started training Uh, when I started training then I started kind of studying and trying to um, watch not only what was going on at the time but also kind of getting caught up on the history of wrestling and watching um, a lot of older wrestling from many different companies
2: you know I'm fascinated about the the whole process in becoming a, a professional wrestler. So if you could, I understand that you trained with Les Thatcher out in Cincinnati. For those of you that don't know, Les Thatcher is a, a legendary trainer. There's been a lot of people that have come through his school. So if you could just talk a little bit about that process and, and what that entailed. As far
3: as um, like just going through training and everything? Yes. Uh, well, there, there are so many different aspects of it so at first it's really about conditioning and do you um do you have the condition or are you able and willing to get in the condition and and put in the work uh to be able to wrestle and then um you know we started learning just different different skills and just kind of building from the ground up and uh, there were a lot of things that I remember learning and at the time I didn't really know why or or how or when I would apply those things but um, then kind of everything clicked and then I got to the point where um, then training was more about like fine- tuning those skills and and learning how to be creative and and kind of um, expanding and and stretching you know kind of the creativity and and then figuring um, out you know like then you sort of pinpoint what what are you good at what are you not good at and, um, really, uh, strengthening what you're good at, but then always finding what your weaknesses are and just, you know, improving those things as much as possible.
2: So what was that moment for you where everything clicked and you just kind of had that aha moment where you said, okay, I get it. I know what this is about. And now I'm just going to hone my skills from, from this point.
3: Well, I don't think there's really one moment, but there are moments for kind of, like, different aspects, so I, I can't really say I had one moment, and I always am trying to learn, so I think if anybody, you know, that, I, I don't know, maybe there's a few people that can really say, okay, I I got it, I know, I know it all, but... I feel like there's always an opportunity to learn, and um, especially the way just in any kind of art form and even athletics, there are things that are always changing and evolving and people are kind of coming up with new ideas and innovations and then sometimes you're cycling back and, and going back to things that people had done before and bringing those things back. So I feel like there's always an opportunity to learn
1: you you mentioned kind of innovation and and I want to talk a little bit about your style of wrestling cuz so when I watch you you do a lot of, I mean you like I, I feel like you like the submission wrestling you know your finisher is a submission finisher that guillotine joke and everything uh, what made you kind of decide to go with that style of wrestling was it just from the training that you had or did you develop it over time that, that you just liked it and you kind of gravitated towards that style
0: well
3: it was something that did always feel, I think, a little more natural to me, and I I think that that stemmed from the fact that I grew up around um, amateur and Greco-Roman-style wrestling. So from when I was five years old, I was going to wrestling meet because my dad coached and my brother wrestled, um, and then my brother went on to coach wrestling as well, and all my cousins, I mean, everybody in my family wrestled. So that kind of, like, mat wrestling was was just something that I I had seen all my life, and I really appreciated it and I really liked it. So when I started wrestling, um, that was that was just something that I gravitated to, uh, where I you know, I can appreciate so many different styles of wrestling, and, and you can kind of mix a lot of different things together, but. People that I really loved watching when I, instead of watching wrestling, were like the, like Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit and um, the Guerrero and you know, any uh, like William Regal, like anybody that that kind of had a lot of that like technical wrestling and, and some of that mat based kind of
1: style. Well, and it kind of fits that your your background a little bit too, with that theatrical and you're you're, you're telling. You know, with that type of Matt wrestling and everything like that, you're really telling that story in the ring. And I you know it just it, it fits your character knowing you have that kind of background. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and I definitely like telling so, stories, so that's uh one of my one of my favorite parts of, of wrestling in general.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: So, Kelly, you grew up with a brother that was a wrestler, so I I assume that it's fair to say. As a matter of fact, I can damn near guarantee that you were put into a figure-four leg lock as a child. (laughs) Would I be correct in that assessment? Uh,
3: Well, when I was five, he was 14, and he would always come home from wrestling practice and, oh, we learned this today. (laughs) 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 So um, I I was, you know, kind of learning how to hold my own. I remember... He would always get mad because he would say, "You can't scratch. You can't use your nails." But at the same time, I was like, "Well, I'm five and you're 14, and you're getting trained to do this, so you know, I feel like all's fair." But, um, but I definitely, you know, I learned, um, you know, just kind of how to how to fight.
1: Well, yeah, and you can you can take that 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 you know that clawing and scratching and use that in your heel character there on Women of Honor.
3: I would never.
1: <laughs> no? <laughs> you can bend the rules a little I, bit, you know, when referee's not looking, you know?
3: Yeah, well, I don't have to. So.
2: <laughs> don't feel bad. I'm a grown-ass man, and I still put my, my lady in a figure four if I catch her slipping. So <laughs> that's just kind of what we do as guys. We're, we're a little rough. We play you rough. You better hope nobody
3: teaches <laughs> her how to reverse that. <laughs>
2: When she learns how to reverse it, I'll be in trouble. But until that time comes, <laughs> mm-hmm. when I catch her so slipping. What's
3: her number? Let me, send me her Facebook.
2: <laughs> no, 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 Kelly. <laughs> we got a good thing working over here, Kelly. No, 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 right. no. <laughs> so, Kelly, I, I have to ask you this, and I ask all of uh, our, the women performers that we have on our show about this particular question. You know, you're you're a professional wrestler and you're navigating in a, a male dominated world. I mean, professional wrestling for as long as it's been around, is kind of been a, a, a boys club. So I, I want you to talk to the audience a little bit about how you navigate those waters in an all boys club a, as a woman, because I'm sure you've had instances where, you know, you've dealt with creepy promoters or people that just didn't respect you just based off the fact that you're a woman. So just talk a little bit about those experiences.
3: Um, I mean, that is definitely something that exists and it exists in everything, but I think you're right that there are more opportunities in, in sports and particularly mixed sports. Um, for me, just because of the way I was raised and I've got an older brother and then I've got two sisters and, um, just the way my sisters and I were raised, we've always really, um, stood up for ourselves and even I feel like that's demonstrated by the fact that, you know, my, my brother was, was wrestling me when I was five and, you know, I wasn't, um, I, and then I'm trying to remember how old was I when he was teaching me and my dad were teaching me how to throw a punch was maybe, I think I was like seven. Um, so.
1: <laughs> Got <you> started early.
3: <laughs> there was, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. While that is something that exists, um, I, I'm i really fortunate that that sort of sense of um, strength and independence was instilled in me for my entire life. So, I think for me, that's something that really helped me um, navigate and stand up for myself and have the confidence to, uh, you know, just go for it and know that. My, my gender didn't determine, you know, what, what I could or couldn't do. And that, you know, there are some men that are better at some things than I am, and I'm better at some men, at, or better than some men at certain things. And, you know, that it doesn't, um, it's just, you know, an individual basis uh, for the most part
2: no that that's fair enough i I have to ask this though as a, as a bit of a follow up question with everything that's been going on uh this previous year. you know there were a lot of the guys in in you know the hollywood industry and and different industries all altogether that were kind of getting called out for foul play should we say um mm-hmm. how long do you think it would be before those types of allegations hit professional wrestling?
3: I don't know because I feel like in in those aspects, as far as um, some of the, I guess, kind of behind the scenes things and the way wrestling is, has been ran for a long time, in some ways, it's 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 not like uh, necessarily other businesses. And um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that'll go. And I, I think that in a lot of situations that we've had coming up, people have been feeling confident and more comfortable coming forward about things because they feel, um, safer now and they feel like they're not going to necessarily lose everything, um, the way even 10 years ago they would. And and even now there's still that fear and that risk, but, um, I think people are feeling more supported now. So I don't know, you know, um, I have,
2: no, I, I have no idea no that's fair and you know and you know I just want to say this I just want to throw this out there you know I give kudos to the women that do have the courage to step up and say something and for those that don't I completely understand I mean you're you're trying to navigate in a male dominated world so I understand why you might feel a certain way or you know might feel nervous to, to, to come up and speak up so I, I completely understand that but you kind of moving along a little bit the past few years we've seen somewhat of a, a renaissance in women's wrestling and, you know, from a personal standpoint, I, you know, I've seen uh, women, you all have done things in the ring that I didn't even know it was possible for a woman to do, which is a, a really cool thing. And I, I think that women bring a, a really cool and different dynamic into the wrestling business, which I'm enjoying watching and watching this whole thing progress. So I want to ask you, where do you see the future of women's wrestling going from here?
3: Um, You know, I... I don't know because I feel like on one hand maybe uh, because of you know some of the things you mentioned maybe intergender wrestling will become something that's more common but at the same time I think that would take a very long time because I know uh, not only just within the wrestling companies um, but sometimes even if a wrestling company is comfortable with something the FCC and the stations that they broadcast on won't be comfortable with certain things so um i I would like to see that happen but if if that doesn't happen which it it may not um for a long time if ever i would like to see um and i think this is starting to happen but just more representation because it's i think it's a typical thing where more women are being represented in a a really positive strong way and that is encouraging more young women to then train. Because if you think, you know, 20, 30 years ago, if a woman was interested in wrestling, but then she looked at the product and looked at the opportunities available, there weren't a lot of roles. And the roles that were available, you know, a lot of women may be like, you know what, if that's that's the only role available, maybe that's not really what I want to do. But now that it's sort of a different landscape I feel like we're seeing a lot more talent and it's not that it was never there. I think there were just women that went other routes because they didn't feel like there was a place for them. So now there are more people being attracted to wrestling and now we're seeing, I feel like just a larger pool of talent, which then gives, um, you know, credence to the idea that there should be more time, Given to the women because there's a larger percentage of the talent pool that are women, so I feel like that's starting to happen, and I think that that will continue. Well
1: we're we're definitely seeing that that representation increasing, and and you talk about the evolution. We're we're seeing that in Ring of Honor right now with women of honor, you know, coming into play. And I know we want to we definitely want to talk about that, but I think I will, I first actually want to ask you about how Japan went. You just got back from a, from a trip to Japan. How how did everything go over there?
3: That was amazing. I loved it. I cannot wait to go back. Um, it was really incredible because I was part of the first ever foreign tag team to win the Goddesses of Stardom Tag Team Tournament. So that was uh, just a huge... Uh, just I mean, it was an honor for me to um, be able to be in that position. And um, just being able to literally every day just like train and work out that was you know that was my whole whole job <laughs> yeah. you know that's that's living the dreams like eat sleep work out, train repeat
1: and and you must have i mean they definitely have a different style of wrestling over there do what did you what did you take what was kind of the biggest thing you took from the japan style that you want to bring back here to the states
3: um I, sorry, I dropped you. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I felt like overall there there is a level of intensity that just spanned um, across all of the women, and that's something that I, I like and I like um, in my style. So it's something that I was really comfortable with, and I was really glad that I was able to work with a lot of women that – had that sort of same style and approach, um, so I, I would love to see more more people kind of adopt that. Um, just and it, you know, not about like trying to hurt each other. Just the um, just the intensity and the energy.
1: Well, that's yeah, that strong style that's from Japan, and then is, is amazing, and it's it's nice to see that it kind of is starting to come over to the united Mm -hmm. states we see you know we're starting to see a few more japan wrestlers come over and and get into these different companies so it's nice to see other styles and i'm sure it's it's a blast for you to to be able to go over to japan and learn something new and and train with different people and it's got to be just an amazing feeling and to to do something like that
3: yeah absolutely and it, it was
1: um i i love being around people that Can
3: elevate me, and um, what I mean by that is I like being around people that kind of um, almost give me give me a run for my money in a way where it's like okay if they do better then I have to do better. And um, when you're not, I I was telling somebody this recently. I said if you look around and you're in the bottom or the top 25%, then you want to go somewhere where you're in the bottom 25% and you have to climb up again, and that's how you're going to get better. And, um, when I can be around people that are they're always getting better and they're they're pushing um then it it's like it gives me um kind of another aspect of competition besides just competing with myself and uh there was just that attitude of everybody was you know pushing each other and and knowing that the better everyone else did, the better
1: we could each do so. Oh, go ahead. go
2: ahead. Go ahead, No, I was going to ask. So, you know, I you know, I see a lot of Benoit in your style, and I believe you brought that up earlier. I see some Benoit, I see some Dean Malenko, so I can understand why you would catch on in Japan. And I'm I'm hoping that that type of style of wrestling will catch on here in the United States because it's more, I guess, it's more reality based and and, and kind of presenting the product as more of a, a legitimate sport, which I always dig. But I have to ask you, past, present. Uh, you know uh, male female who is your dream opponent who is that one person again male or female that you say you know what I I, I really want to mix it up with them in the ring
3: that's such a difficult question because there are so many good answers so I I mean I don't don't like to cop out but um, I mean the first person that popped into my head was like a William Regal like somebody like that that he just knows all of all of that kind of technical style and knows all the reversals. And, um, yeah, I really like kind of learning in that way. Um, I had some opportunities when I was in Japan to just kind of, um, we would do like two-minute rounds of just like shooting and, and going for a submission. And um, I got to, you know, work with some girls that were, you know, really the the kind of top badass is there. And, um, you know, that gave me an opportunity to uh, test myself and push myself. And then, you know, you, you can learn from other people. Even if they beat you, you can learn, okay, how did they beat me and what did they do? And can I do that? And then, you know, can I counter that? You can learn so much from that.
1: So over in Japan, you became the first ever goddess of stardom tag team champion correct
3: uh first foreign
1: first foreign goddess of star sorry first foreign goddess of stardom tag team champion and here in back in the states you have the opportunity to become the first (laughs) ever woman of honor champion can you tell us a little bit about that
3: um i am so excited to just be a part of all of this with Women of Honor um, being part of this relaunch and this uh, this build and um, really kind of being being part of this group that's building it and um, you know bringing bringing this Women of Honor championship and I think we're going to do a lot of really amazing things this year. So I'm just thrilled that I can you know be along and be included in that and uh, to help to help make all that happen is
1: really awesome it's it's absolutely amazing it's one of the things I've, I was looking forward to when we talked about the end of 2017 what what you were looking forward to the most for 2018 for me this was this was number one on the list the women of honor championship it's amazing and it's 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 a long time coming for for the ring of Honor corporation or brand whatever you want to call it there um, so I mean you guys brought in a ton of women can you tell us um, some of the matches that you've had so far, I know um, I am got to call you out on this one because you wrestled uh, the Midwest Slayer Stacy Shadows, which is one of our local Bruce City Wrestling superstars, and she's amazing. And uh, you've you know, unfortunately you beat her, so I, I, you know, I'm not too happy about that with <laughs> you right now. But uh, you know, you should uh, be
3: talking I, to her
2: about
1: that. <laughs> um, you know, can yeah, you just?
0: No,
2: be a mark, DP. We got the line right now, brother. Don't be a mark,
1: man. I gotta support my home team, you know. But <laughs> We're talking to you, a winner. <laughs> can you tell us, uh, you know, some of the matches that you've already had with a lot of these women, like Deanna Perrazzo and, and 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 Stacey Shadows, and, and some of those matches that you've had, and, and the journey that's going on so far, and and the future that's coming up here, and, and you know, your hopeful win of the first ever women's championship. So I'm
3: sorry, I just.
1: Oh yeah, I kind of. You were of just sp- asking about. I kind of stumbled. I didn't. Um, just the, the how, how the you know the matches that you've had so far, and and that then the whole journey so far that's been going on with this with this tournament.
3: That is a loaded question. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, I loved working with Stacy, and that was really surprising that she and I, that was the first time she and I had ever touched in a ring, and being that we are both from the Midwest, and um, and we've even had been on events together before, but we had never never um, really crossed paths in the ring before, so that was um, really kind of surprising that it never happened until we had that match in Chicago Ridge, but... Um, I loved working with her because she was somebody who was just um, like me in a lot of ways and being able to just have that kind of intensity and go all out and um, really, really fight and um, have somebody to push me and challenge me was a lot of fun. And I I really am hoping that sooner than later, I get an opportunity to get in there with her again.
1: Yeah. Hopefully this wasn't the last opportunity. Um, Do you know, who else you have on the horizon here for, for this uh, tournament?
3: I don't know. I, um, I don't think, um, my next match has been announced yet. So hopefully within like the next few days or week, we'll know, um, what I've got coming up or, you know, I, I know there's, um, there's a handful of, of women I have not, uh, been in the ring with yet. So, yeah you know, I'm kind of keeping an eye on them and then the women I have been in the ring with before you know I, I have some idea of kind of what they have to offer, but you know some of them have been training and working with different people and maybe um updated or evolved their style. so I have to just kind of keep an eye on what everybody's doing because um that's that's what really determines my approach.
1: okay, I could ask you if I can ask you a big question what what would it mean to you? to be the first ever women of honor champion?
3: Uh, I mean, being the first, anything is really important because that's something that, that goes in the history books and no matter what, nobody else can take that away. Um, there's only one first. So that would definitely be a big, um, a big accomplishment. And I would, you know, I, <laughs> I would, um, be happy to, you know, take on that, that, um, you know, it'd be a big opportunity, but it's, you know, it is a responsibility and I, I would really be thrilled if I could have that opportunity and responsibility.
2: Well, there, there are some firsts that might not necessarily be the best thing. Like the first melon farmer, they got blown up by dynamite. Like I'm pretty sure they didn't, uh, they, they don't really feel that great about being the first. and you know, I'm not saying, I'm just saying.
0: Well,
3: you know, I'm sure a lot of people that have been in my past feel that way. So <laughs> I imagine they can relate.
2: Well, well, I, well history is history, so I, I understand where you're coming from. But seeing as how we just turned the calendar into a new year, what are some personal goals that you have for yourself in the business come 2018?
1: Besides, I, women of honor, champion of course, <laughs> of course. All <laughs> well, right, that's a
3: that's a given. I just want to wrestle more. I want to train more. I want to um, learn more. I think, especially this past year, people have seen me um, kind of stretch my wings in a way um, where i've I've been I've been trying things um, where typically I, I stay very grounded. I've been, you know, kind of. Venturing up to the top turnbuckle and doing some stuff on the ropes. And when I was in Japan, I took that opportunity to uh, learn some different things and really try out some things to find out what I'm actually capable of. And um, that was very eye opening because there were some things that I previously may have not really felt like it was something that I could do. And uh, being in that situation where I was training so often. I had the chance to just try different things, and uh, sometimes I surprise myself with what I was able to do. So I think if I was surprised, then people watching will probably be surprised when they see it too. You
1: you mentioned wanting to go back to Japan earlier. Is is do you have any other opportunities to go to other countries? Are there any other ones that you want to go to 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 learn the different styles from them?
3: I definitely want to go to Europe, um, and I. If anyone's listening, <laughs> um, that's that's someplace I haven't been, and I I feel like I could learn a lot there. So, um, but I really want to go everywhere possible. But that that would probably be my next big one that I would like to go, and then I um, I would really like to you know go to Mexico sometime because that's just a big kind of part of wrestling history and um, totally different style, and I would really. You know just like to learn as much as i can so i would love to get an opportunity to do that and learn that
2: so kelly dp i just have one more question for her personally so i understand that you studied voice performance in college is that correct yes Okay, so I would love, and, and first and foremost, I have a, a voice of a cat getting stabbed by a butcher knife, but I would really appreciate it. I would love to have a duet pop-off right now, just between me and you. Not not to, oh. nothing too long. We don't have to stretch anything out, but you let me know what your favorite song is to perform, and I would love to have a duet <laughs> pop-off. Ms, Ms. Kelly Klein, can we please get that going for, for the audience?
3: Let's see. Um... <laughs> Are you feeling like like more of like a ballad? Or like
1: You let me know. I'm versatile.
3: You let me know.
1: And you you would pick cuts of the road.
3: (laughs) I mean one of my one of my classic go to's is Whitney Houston, I will always love you.
2: Let's give it a shot, boy. What you got? Let's give it a shot. (laughs) Pardon me. (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay
2: right <laughs> we'll just do the we'll just do the chorus alright the the part everybody knows and I will just do that what? is that fair no
3: you, cannot, no you cannot just jump in that's crazy
2: hold well, on Here I don't go. words go help me out
3: if I should stay
2: you still there don't hang up on me now were you, you still there
3: leave me in your way
4: yeah. so I'll go
3: but I know i think of you every step of the way yeah. and I
2: I uh...
1: Yelly, you worked bad.
2: You didn't really right. work, but you weren't bad. Yeah,
1: oh my Stop. god, she was beautiful. You were you were accurate when you said you sounded like a cat getting stabbed over there. Oh my god. Whew. That was beautiful. Yelly,
2: I love you Thank so you. much for being such a good <laughs> sport, but I really do appreciate it. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: It's oh. Good, I'm
3: all warmed up, because i got to go do karaoke with my dad in a little
1: bit. Well, there you go. I'm glad we could get you we could get you all set up now. Look at that. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly,
2: please let the good people know where they can find you, any and everywhere.
3: All right, so I have figured out how to make all of my social media the same. So, if you go to <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. They are all real Kelly Klein. So Twitter and Instagram are at real Kelly Klein. And then Facebook is facebook.com slash real Kelly Klein. And those are places you can kind of follow, see what I'm up to. Uh, I try to um, advertise where I'm going to be and, um, you know, kind of just like projects that I have coming up. And um, sometimes I'm hilarious so that's always fun. But, you know, it's a a variety.
1: (laughs) Uh, I got a fun question just to finish it off. I think I understand, you know, Christopher Platt mentioned a cat getting stabbed. you have a cat yourself?
3: I do.
1: All right. uh, What is the boy or girl's name?
3: It is a boy, and his name is Rigby. Uh,
1: Very nice. I have four myself, so I just had to ask.
3: Yeah, I I used to have um, a few, and I ended up with more than I anticipated because I ended up with uh, <laughs> kittens. So,
1: uh, yeah. but
3: <laughs> but now it's just Rigby, and he's uh, he's spoiled rotten. So,
2: <laughs> so Kelly, Sounds can you right. please let DP know that it's weird for a guy to have multiple cats?
3: No, absolutely not.
2: Fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. I got one. I got one this time. Yeah. You are such
2: yeah. a beautiful person, Kelly, and I, I really appreciated you. And I, I, I love this interview. You are such a beautiful person. Thank you so much for uh, helping. DPL, thank you. Man.
1: Thank you, Kelly. I hope uh, we can talk again soon. Hopefully, after you capture that Women of Honor title.
3: Yes, absolutely. I would love to.
1: <laughs> All right, Kelly. Thank you so much for for taking the time with us.
3: Thank you. You guys have a good night.
1: You you too. too. Thanks, Kelly.
2: Thank you. TheChairShot.com Always use your head.